0: Honey on my lips. The psalmist said in Psalm 19 verse 10 about the word of God that it is sweeter than honey. Join Lady Reverend Adelaide Hayward Mills. Life has
1: a way of dishing out to us things that we did not expect. Sometimes... It's a dream that seems to be delayed. And many times you see a man, you know, he has a good job, he's a cool dude, his suit is smart, and you think, when I marry him, everything will be together. The unexpected is unexpected from our perspective, but from God's perspective, it is not unexpected.
0: On Sweet Melodies 94.3, as she puts the honey of God's word on your lips, equipping you for all facets of life, this and every Saturday from 9am to 10am Honey on My Lips Will change your life Wish good news to the poor Set the captives free Heal the broken hearted Bring recovery of sight to the blind And proclaim God's year of jubilee Honey on My Lips Mmm Saturdays at 9am on Sweet Melodies
1: my Jesus my
0: Blessed by God as you tune in to Lady Reverend Adelaide Peward Mills.
2: This is a continuation of the previous message.
1: Father, thank you for this privilege of being a vessel that you have chosen to use this morning. Father, I'm not here by my own will, but you, by your own divine arrangements. I humble myself under your mighty hand and I pray that you will give me all the necessary graces, the anointing, the unction, and the utterance to speak to your people from your heart. I pray that the word will also fall on good soil. I pray that we will receive with meekness the engrafted word of God, which is able to save our souls. May this word not be a type of just entertainment but may it be a type that will change our lives forever. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We are laborers together with God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are the teacher here this morning. Have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Please sit down. What a shock. What a shock. I am... Uh, Genuinely surprised to be standing here this morning. It is always an honor to preach God's word. The Bible says that we should preach the word. In season and out of season. Whether you just came back from wherever, it may be out of season, but you still preach the word. I salute all the pastors who stand with them here. And all the leaders. And especially the wise virgins. Amen. I believe that with you the kingdom of God can march forward. Women played a great role in Jesus' ministry. The Bible says they ministered to him out of their substance. Usually it's men who have substance. But it's amazing that Jesus' ministry was sustained by women. I believe that women are givers. That is why the Syrophoenician woman who broke the alabaster box is mentioned. And the lady who said that she had observed that Elijah, the Shunammite woman, Was going and coming, and that I believe established God's kingdom. So I want to salute you, women. That when God created everything, He said it was good. The only thing He said was not good was that man was alone. Man didn't know he had a problem. But God knew he had a problem. And God didn't need his involvement to solve the problem. So God put a deep sleep over Adam. And then he created woman. And when Adam came to... He was so overcome. How can God make such a wonderful thing? So, women were a solution to a problem God had. And I believe the same today. I don't believe that women should fight... To take the place of men. I think that where God has placed us is I believe that we may not have a lot of weapons, armored cars. But anything in our hands turns into something powerful. If you look at Moses' mother, she saved Israel by just a basket. If you look at um, Samson He carried the gates of Gaza He could take on a whole army single-handedly But just one woman brought him to his knees And what weapon did Delilah have? She had only a pair of laps <laughs> She had only a pair of laps. <laughs> and every time Samson slept there, Be- he forgot oh, wisdom. Maybe, uh, maybe better. For a woman to deceive you three times and Se- still you can't see straight. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he laid there, he forgot about the world. <laughs> the Bible says that by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread. Trust A piece Ah or a boa berimano. Now or berimano I accept Abodoo. A piece of abodo. <laughs> a piece of bread. It didn't say by means of a whorish woman, a weak man. Or a poor man says a man. Matter When he didn't take care, he lost everything. That is the power of a woman. And when we look at Mary, the mother of Jesus, God used her virginity. To bring salvation to the world. So, women don't have to fight with men to be men. God has made you enough. And we can change the world. I believe in people keeping their ranks. And everybody's standing where God has put them. And we can do great things for God. This morning, your theme is Proverbs 31 8. And uh, you were taking the 18b, that is the second part of it. And, um, I just want to start from there. Maybe I will read the whole verse from the amplified version. It says, she tastes and sees that her gain from work with and for God is good. Her lamp goes not out. But it burns on continually through the night of trouble, privation or sorrow, warning away fear, doubt and distrust. Amen? Amen Amen. The Bible is saying that trust them, yeah. I think King James says that uh, she, she sees her merchandise, and she sees that it is good. And her candle does not go out but I think that amplified breaks it down for us. She tastes and she sees that her gain from work with and for God is good. Amen. Amen. This shows that it is talking about work and not play. And it is something she has tasted and she has seen. And she also knows that whatever she is doing is with God and for God. That is what makes a difference between. The Christian woman and the non Christian woman. And that is what makes the difference between a godly woman and an ungodly woman. Whatever this virtuous woman is doing, it is with God. And when you are doing something with God, it will be in a godly way. Because God is with you to do do the work. It is different from the world. Of course, the Bible says, What do we have that we didn't receive? But sometimes, when people achieve a lot, they will tell you that my own hard work and sweat has brought me to this place. My own strategies and movements. <laughs> my own beauty my own affair, my degrees that are more than my what is on the my thermometer, thermometer. Hey. that is what has brought me this one hey. <laughs> but this woman knows that now it's so with God and for God, and for God. Her work, her gain from work with God and for God is good. She doesn't only work with God. She also works for God. Therefore, the time of just sitting in a church to warm the pew should be over a virtuous woman works for god it's not enough to just attend church it's not enough to say oh the woman's fellowship is uh, getting this cloth and you are also getting it people who are doing funerals also have special cloth. <laughs> But I believe that everybody has a call on her life. And when God created man and woman, the Bible says he blessed them. He didn't bless him. And he said, go forth increase and multiply. Subdue the earth -hmm. and have dominion over it. -hmm. He blessed them Mm -hmm. and he gave them a mandate. Mm -hmm. In the book of Acts, Mm -hmm. when the -hmm. Holy Spirit fell, there were women also in the upper room and the Holy Spirit fell also on the women and Peter said this is what was prophesied by Na the prophet in the last days I shall pour my flesh my spirit upon all flesh flesh Your young women and your young men shall prophesy. The Holy Spirit was also given to women. And they also have a job to do. Her lamp goes not out. Your lamp represents a light in your life. It is dark, so she needs a lamp to work. When you say that you burn the midnight candle, it means you stay awake to learn at night. Nowadays, I hear a lot of Christians say, um, Lady Reverend, it's not easy to serve God but God never said it would be easy and there are, there are no few, there are very few or no things in life that are easy if you, if you want to study and do well it's not, not easy but if you go to school and you play the buffoonery it is easy I to school and once, yeah, there, there way ni ambre. I am red. It's not easy to study to be a lawyer. I So best you are there, your lawyer. Ni sometimes you have to bend the midnight candle. You stay up. Oh, you wake up very early and, and you now, learn yes. through the day. Some of the books are like this, but you read them. So it's hard work. <laughs> but why is it that when we come to the kingdom of <laughs> God, we know. feel that everything should be easy. It is not so. <laughs> uh, she makes her lights. continue burning through the night. But Amplified says the night is the times of trouble, the times of deprivation, the times of sorrow, The times when she has to ward away fear. The time when she sees things that makes her doubt. And the time that she wonders if she can trust God. In the midst of all these emotions, she doesn't allow her light and her lamp to go out. (laughs) Life is never one season. I don't know whether I gave a title to what I was talking about. <laughs> well, I think I want to talk about issues of the night. In summer a issues of the night. In summer because, because amplifies through the night of trouble, Deprivation. Amplified through fear, doubt, or how a light does not go off. Now, the Bible tells us in Genesis eight. That seed time and harvest. Day and night, summer and winter, they will never cease. They will never cease. So you can never have one season of life. Even if you are a child of God, there will be days and there will be nights. There will be summer and there will be winter there will be dry season and wet season and you can't say that you just want one season in this life you may want it but But the only constant thing is Jesus the Bible says that he's the same yesterday Today and forever. He's the only thing that is the same. So we will all have issues of the night. Many women have many issues. Sometimes we think the only woman with issue is a woman with the issue of blood. <laughs> Her issues were issues of blood. But you and I also have issues. When you look through the Bible, some of the challenges the women went through, some of them were marital challenges. Marital challenges didn't begin in this modern age. When Abraham married Sarah, They were childless. It is also an issue of the night. It is the things that concern us. And it is something that can take us away from our service to God. I mean, Rachel was so driven that the Bible says that when she was leaving her father's house with Jacob, she carried idols with her the pain of childlessness had brought the night issue of distrust and she wasn't sure the God she had come to know Sarah of course um, advised Abraham Sarah, to take Hagar. Sarah it's to Abraham for Sarah, Offa Hagar. And then after that, which, you know, it brought her issues. The how Abraham. The issues of another woman troubling her marriage. Abafufro say oh And when Sarah told Abraham, Sarah e Abraham no send Hagar and the son away. Or say enene because I saw Ishmael standing somewhere mocking my son. Abraham said, You didn't see right. Abraham said, You are using your emotions to direct me. I refuse to be led by your
0: emotions.
1: And then God came into his closet. And God, God said, "Listen to the voice of Sarah your wife. And so, a lot of the marital issues only God can solve them. Amen. You know, as a woman, you cannot make yourself personal Holy Ghost to change the man. It is God who is at work in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. But some of us have taken that work on privately. (laughs) And we have put our name that we are at work in our husbands to will and to do. But only God can bring change. Women had gynecological problems. Yes. Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist had Elizabeth, been blaring for a long time. And so the frustrations are many. Sometimes we also have self-esteem issues. A woman measures herself by things she shouldn't measure herself by. For instance, she may make a meal today. She's a good cook, but today, the salt became too much or it didn't work. And then when her husband says, what is this? Her heart sinks. She becomes depressed. Are you the food? Rejection of the food is not rejection of you. But because of our self-esteem issues, we link ourselves to things. If something happens to us that is bad, then our value goes down. In our eyes, but the Bible says in Colossians 2, verse Colossians 9 and 10 the fullness of the Godhead body dwelleth in our Lord, and we are complete in Him. We are not complete because of the type of weave on we wear. Okay. Okay. we are not complete because we are Mrs. So -so and So we are not complete because we have a title in the church we are not complete because we haven't missed it before but we are complete in him And we have to meditate on this until it becomes a reality. Because sometimes we bring unnecessary pressure on our husbands. Because we are looking for validation from them. But before you met him, you (laughs) had a value. God said before you were a clot of blood in your mother's womb, He knew you. And He called you. And He gave you a purpose. Who you are. Is not what you do. Or what you've done. But it is who you are in Christ. And that should give you confidence. Some people's confidence comes from I'm educated. But these things come and go. Some, Some people's confidence is in their size. Hey, hey, see how slim I, I am? Then when you have two children and the whole size changes does that mean you are no more of value it cannot be. So these are some of the issues we confront. And some of them can take us away from our purpose. And these things rather become our God. Because what you behold, you become. The Bible says that we, beholding His face, we are changed from glory to Glory. So, what you focus on, what you see, what your attention is, you will be transformed into that. I'm praying that you will be transformed into His image. Some of us get our worth from how people treat us. But it shouldn't be according to how people treat you. That's why when you come, the Asha says, sit here, move here. Say, hey, do you know who I am? Why are you telling me? But if your value is already in Christ. Mm, you will not even say to, do you know who you are? I am. Do you know who I am? Because you will know who you are in Christ. Go and ask esther she was in the palace for 30 days the king has not called her you are in the same house with the man for 30 days he has not called you some of you would have ended up at asylum But you need to know your God. So that in those times, you will know God has not created any one human being on this earth to be everything to you. If there's any such person, then the person has taken the place of God. And God will never share his glory with any man. Yes, I'm blessed to be married to my husband. But he cannot meet my every need. It's Jesus who can meet my every need. Sometimes, even when I go and explain something to him, he'll say, oh, so this church member did this. Oh, forgive her, forgive her, move on, forgive her. But God knows that it's not like that. (laughs) And when I go into my closet (laughs) and I cry to God, God comes through and he says, I'm your high priest. I'm touched with how you feel. So even your husband cannot feel how you feel. But there's a high priest who can feel how you feel. So, if you make one person your everything, when he goes out to ministry, your life ends. You're always looking at your watch. When will he come? I'm lonely. What can I do? When you were in your parents' house, did you not have a life? But if you will rise up like this woman, and you will work with God and for God, you will discover a certain fulfillment. So that even when your husband is coming, you are not conscious of the time. When your husband goes for crusade, you have a life. Because you are also working with and for God. And it even makes you appreciate him better. Because you come to appreciate ministry. But if your life is you, your husband, your fork and your knife. You will never be fulfilled. Yeah. Because God will not let any man take his place. Ladies, let's be encouraged. Amen. 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 Now, the reason why I say issues of the night. Because, as I said, yes, women I said, I said, I have you know. so many issues. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 3. Verse 15. This is Satan's punishment. This is not punishment for the woman, it is punishment for Satan. God punished, judged Satan first, then the woman, then Adam. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman. And between thy seed and her seed. And it shall bruise thy head. Then thou shalt bruise his heel. Now When God was passing judgment on Satan, he said that when you and the woman you fellowship, you can easily spoil my whole creation. I always ask myself, where was Adam when Satan was talking to his wife? Brothers, women need communication. They need to be spoken to. They need some emotional support. Don't leave Lucifer to fulfill that role. So God said, look, from this time forward, you, Satan, and the woman, enmity. If he, if he shall be or buy any or bonifono mede or tanyato monsem. And between the woman's seat and Satan's seat, enmity. Oban onasefwo. Any oba or bonifono soasefwo. Therefore, if a woman wants to fulfill her God giving destiny, she should expect issues of the night. There are many things like what I spoke about that will affect her fruitfulness. And will affect her focus. But the book of Hebrews says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Revelations 12 shows us a lot of issues of the night. Reading from verse 1. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman. Everybody say, a woman. Not a man. A woman. Clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of 12 stars. The Bible describes it as a great wonder in heaven. Women, you are a great wonder. In heaven, Amen. <laughs> and as this wonder appeared in <laughs> heaven, God didn't just let her appear like that, He had closed <laughs> her with the sun. <laughs> The moon was under her feet. Nah, nah, and she had 12 stars on her nah, head. Nah, or, or, or she Do was more beautiful know. than Miss Malaika, Miss Ghana, Miss World, Miss Universe. Amen. Let's read on. But, uh, can you call? And she being with child cried. travailing in birth and pained to be delivered. She's beautiful. She has 12 stars on her head. She's clothed with the sun. The moon is under her feet. But it doesn't make her devoid of pain and crying. She has all this destiny. She's a wonder in heaven. Oh yeah, oh, oh, sure. she's clothed with things that only God can clothe her with. Oh. But in oh. the midst of it, oh, okay. she is travailing in birth she She is is crying and she is in pain why just to deliver what God has put in her so the issue of the night here is pain and sorrow pain and sorrow comes to everybody disappointment comes to everybody But it must not stop you from giving birth. Amen. Amen. Now, everybody can look in their lives this morning and testify to something that pained you. Some of you, you have not even been able to forgive and let it go. And so, it's affecting your ability to give birth. So, pain and sorrow. If you're a Christian, you don't expect to Experience pain and sorrow. You have to resign from Christianity today. I have had my share of pain and sorrow. There have been things that have surprised me. There have been things I didn't expect. I say that if you want to be offended, the best place is in the ministry. Come into the ministry and you will be offended. And you can easily resign because of the type of pain and sorrow. But that is Satan's plan for your life. And your ministry and the call of God and the destiny of your life and should not be aborted because of pain. The next issue we are reading on. Yeah. Verse 3. There appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns And seven crowns upon his head. Satan will always imitate what God has. As Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah, Satan likes to make himself like a roaring lion. Everything God does, he wants to create a counterfeit. When God makes angels, <laughs> the Bible says, Satan must create us all like an angel of light. What them He's not original. He always he takes what the God, God, God has done and, and then he, he counterfeits it. it. A great red dragon signifies Satan. He has seven heads but he has ten horns. And each head has a crown. The woman did not have 12 heads with 12 crowns. She had one head with 12 crowns. And Satan has seven heads with seven crowns. Because he always creates leadership crisis. Seven heads in one person. That's Satan for you. It's also... Another issue of the night. He uses intimidation and fear so that we as women will be paralyzed. And then it will stop us from going forward. Let's read verse 4. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven. The Bible says one third of the angels rebelled with Satan. And did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood where? Before the woman which was ready to be delivered. For to devour her child as soon as it was born. Satan satan if you are about to give birth mm-hmm. and you just see a red dragon with seven, seven heads seven crowns ten eight, eight, horns eight, eight, and he uses eight, his tail eight, 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 to bring eight, eight, down one eight, 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 third of the people in heaven and, and he's, he's eight, standing eight, there and he says deliver and let us your baby will go back your labor will cease. You will forget what you are in the maternity ward for. You will lose your focus. You will rather concentrate on this frightening thing that is staring at you instead of the purpose that you should give birth to. Amen, ladies. So he stood there before the woman he places himself in your view squarely if he had stood behind her she cannot see but just as you are about to deliver he uses fear intimidation worry or how anxiety look at all this Look at what is standing before me. I better not deliver and that is what is happening to many women because of fear you are paralyzed fear of man fear of what people will say fear of the future fear that you will fail fear that people are against you does not make you deliver what God has put in you no. He came when the woman was ready to deliver. He doesn't come when the seed is just germinating. He may stop you from even coming to that point. But when you get to that point, he sees that no matter what it is, you are going to give birth. Now, how can he stop it? If he uses fright, you will abort just now. You will miscarry just now. And it also happens in the things of God. Some of you used to sing in the choir. Then you heard somebody say that when you are singing in the choir... You smile too much. <laughs> Intimidation and the fear of men uh-huh. have stopped you from becoming all the things that God uh-huh. wants you to become. Uh-huh. You are paralyzed. Uh-huh. I have a lot of issues. When I want to save God. A lot of frightening things happen. It is prophetic it is a night issue but you must be able to overcome it hallelujah amen what did Paul say Paul said that none of these things Paulo move says, me. revelations 22 describes <laughs> Satan as the dragon that is the old serpent Which is the devil and Satan. So it is not my description of Satan. The Bible has already said it. Now what does 1 Peter 3, 6 say? Amplified version. What does it say? It says, it's talking to women. It was thus that Sarah obeyed Abraham. Following his guidance and acknowledging his headship over her by calling him Lord, Master, Leader, Authority. And now, you are now her true daughters, if you do right. And let nothing terrify you. Not giving way to hysterical fears or letting anxieties unnerve you. Amen. 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 If you do right, but some of us, we do right, but we allow things to terrify us. And let nothing terrify you. Not giving way to hysterical or emotional fears. Or letting anxieties unsettle you. Many years ago, I was going to give birth to one of my children at that time we were in Kolegono a lot had gone on a lot of lies a lot of different stories media reports about our church and the community in fact the opposite was being said so one Sunday it was supposed to be the sword cutting for a dustbin that was next to us. and the sword cutting was to give the bowler to the church, and then the church would in turn build so many seater toilets for the community. No. A bolla for high-level toilets. <laughs> So we thought that it is also a goodwill gesture. Because Because the the toilet had been built since the 1950s and it had exploded on somebody. Well, on the day of the dedication, The people in the area came. And they did whatever ceremony. And so, I was in church, busy with so many things. And after that, I was going home before my husband. And I was pregnant. And a woman was crying. Walking towards me. She said, If you want to have this baby, leave that baller alone. Leave it alone. And people had already told us that that is where the witches play. But this one, it was physical. The person was crying and telling me. That. And then I just wanted to make my ways like, oh, I don't have anything. And she said, you will not have this baby unless you leave this baller alone. And I said to her, in Jesus' name, I will have this baby. I was alone. My husband was upstairs and I was going up to tell him I was leaving. As she spoke, I also spoke. And then we, I mean, she, she left. And she no, said, okay, yeah. you see, then she left. <laughs> so, I went up. When I went up, my husband was busy, so I said, oh, please tell Pastor Dag at that time that I'm going home. So, when I went home, I saw that hysterical fears and unnerving anxieties were trying to take over. So after I had settled my children, I went to my room, Mm -hmm. and I got Mm -hmm. down on my Mm -hmm. knees. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, Mm -hmm. this woman said, Mm -hmm. I will not have this child. Mm -hmm. But I want to stand on your Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Lord, fight for me. -hmm. So I did battle on my knees. Mm -hmm. After that, in the evening, my husband came home. Mm -hmm. And I told him what had happened. Mm -hmm. He prayed with me. Mm -hmm. But as I went to Bed. I was still unsettled. So I got up again, went to a corner, and started to pray. And I said, God, you have to give me peace. And all that this woman has spoken, do not let it come to pass. I plead your blood. I plead your mercy. I plead your hand. Anyway, it came to pass that I had to go for um, a review, antenatal. But, and every time I don't get to two weeks to the expected day, then I have the child and then also by God's grace I don't do surgery I'm not cut. everything just works but this one there two weeks passed and the baby hadn't come so my doctor said would you please come I want to do some tests hysterical, fierce, and unnerving anxieties. So, I went to see the doctor, but by God's grace, I think I had some divine peace. When I went, the doctor took the heart of the child. I was detained on the ward. And then he said, Oh, I would like you to come in um, the next day, but he gave me the test results and it was a Tuesday service. So I went and after church, I saw one of our doctors and I said, Oh, do you know what they call a tokogram She said, yes, it's to, um, show the heartbeat of the child. Then I said, what is the normal heartbeat of a child? And she told me. But when she told me, I became quiet and she said, oh, why? I said, because I went to do a talk and the figures were this stroke, this. I've forgotten about. When I first asked her, if it's this stroke, this. What does it mean? The baby could saying. be in distress and all that. Uh, so, <laughs> not realizing that it was me. <laughs> so when she saw that my face, she said, oh, Auntie, Mammy, is it you? Oh, sometimes the baby may survive and sometimes <laughs> the baby... <laughs> uh, it came to pass that I went into labor. I <laughs> and I went to the hospital. Then I called my husband. He was in no. the office. I'm going to the hospital. My friend, to the hospital. And, and he husband. said he will meet me there. <laughs> For the first time in my life, my mother was there. Usually when I give birth, my mother was not there. This <laughs> time she was there. The next day she was out of the country. <laughs> So, when I went to the labor ward, the labor labor was very fast. And there were not many babies there. It It was the trust hospital at the time. And the nurse on duty was some audacious woman I knew. So, throughout the delivery, she was speaking in tongues. (laughs) (laughs) Then I'll say, mm, she said, let it come, Jesus. Let it come, Holy Ghost. Amen. And I thought, God, you put this woman here just now. So, so the baby came with no problem. And then they said that they have to do a review there and then. So, the resident doctor was there. My husband was also there. And the doctor, resident doctor said, hmm, I think there's some bleeding somewhere. In spite of the baby, baby coming, I think there's some bleeding somewhere. Then, he said, prepare her for surgery. And as I lay on the bed, I said, God, I can see that woman's face. Don't let my enemies triumph over me. And then, my husband said, no, um, I will not let the resident decide that she should have surgery. <laughs> I would like to see the consultant. <laughs> then my mother, was <laughs> my mother was so upset. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> practicing <laughs> medicine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Ma- <laughs> yes, surgery. <laughs> 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 then I said to my, my mother, oh, let's wait for the consultant. <laughs> the consultant <laughs> is really my doctor. When the consultant comes, the <laughs> consultant <I> was in <laughs> <his> <laughs> so they were going to bring the consultant then the midwife came to tell me madam rest assured bishop is walking behind the wall speaking in tongues it will be well then the resident said but still we have to prepare you then when the consultant comes what he says we'll do next. Now, doctor, so so they, they prepared me you. for surgery, put me pay long pay gown, wheeled me into the surgery. How because I, call I call think call the, call call the call call resident call call was convinced. Wheeled you. me in. They may call With the big lights and everything. Then the consultant came. And now, when the consultant came doctor, inside, he examined me. Then me. he turned to the resident and said, nah. what is she doing here? Wheel her out. Nah. Out <laughs> of the surgery. Uh-huh. Wheel her out now. <laughs> <laughs> Hysterical fears and unnerving anxiety. It will all come. But what God has said will stand. But can you stand the test of
0: the test? Hope you've been blessed. This message continues the next time this programme is aired.
1: You've just finished hearing this message and I cannot leave you without giving you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus Christ. You want to say, Lady Reverend Adley, pray for me. I don't know whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die. I'm not sure of where I will go or my destination. I want to make things right with God. I want to start afresh with God. I want Jesus to come into my life and be the Lord of my life. If you want to have Jesus as the Lord of your life, I just want to invite you to say this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you just as I am. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Take my life and come inside and be the Lord of my life. Thank you for coming to die for me, Jesus. Thank you for rising from the dead so that I may have eternal life. And thank you that by this prayer, my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Jesus, come in and be Lord of my life. Amen.
2: It was great having you today. To find out more about the CDs and DVDs advertised on today's program or to find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward-Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi or meet her on Facebook at Rev. Mrs. Adelaide Heward-Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 243 187 You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh North Kaneshi or meet her on Facebook at Rev. Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.